It's April 28th, 2020, and here is your verse of the day from 1 Kings. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, Corey here. Thank you so much for joining me today. On this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you a verse each day from each of the 66 books of the Bible. I'll probably take some breaks here and there and have some different episodes, but overall, we're going to be working our way through each book of the Bible and picking a verse that stands out and discussing it for a little bit. So today we're in the book of 1 Kings, and the verse I want to share with you is 1 Kings 17.9. In this verse, God is speaking to the prophet Elijah. Here it is. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. Okay, this verse and this passage, I know firsthand it probably doesn't appear this way, but it's just screaming God's heart for missions, his love for people, all people everywhere, for taking the good news of Jesus to everyone and everywhere. All right, so let me keep reading a bit. I know this is the verse of the day, but there's so much good stuff here. I want to share a little bit more. Uh, So let me read a few more verses so we can really see what's going on. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he, remember we're talking about Elijah. And when he, when Elijah came to the gate of the city, behold, A widow was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But first, make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of flour shall not be spent, and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. This is a widow that Elijah is going to in a foreign land who was in the midst of a famine and who was dying. She's not a foreign dignitary. She's not a wealthy person from his own land, but a foreign widow, someone who in the eyes of society would just be insignificant. And did you catch what the widow said in verse 12? She said, I don't have much food, only enough for my boy and I to have one last meal and then die. How devastating is that? But God sent Elijah to show that his God, the God of Israel, is the one true God who cares for all people, who cares for the foreigner, and the widow. Okay, let's fast forward a few years to Jesus' time. This is where it gets really interesting. There's a story of Jesus 
reading in the synagogue from the scroll of Isaiah on the Sabbath day. So to set the scene of that day, there was, there was a lot of hatred and distrust of the Romans. They were viewed by many of the Jewish people as God's enemies, and they were waiting for a king to come to basically obliterate God's enemies. Okay, so with that as the context, Jesus reads from the book of Isaiah, and this is what he reads from Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he's done. A few verses later, he then says this, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is a powerful fulfillment of what Isaiah wrote 700 years prior. But there's also something missing here. Jesus ends the reading of Isaiah with his role as being to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. But if we turn back and look back at Isaiah, the very next verse after that is missing. Isaiah says this, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. The day of vengeance. Jesus didn't bring that part of the reading and he left no one to question because after the reading, it says this, he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. That's it. I'm done. Finished. Boom. Thank you. Jesus senses what is going on and talks to them about prophets not being accepted by their own people. And he shares with them a certain little story that we just talked about. But listen how Jesus tells it. Luke 4, 25 and 26. This is Jesus talking. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the day in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were shut up three years and six months, and a great famine came over all the land. And Elijah was sent to none of them, none of the widows in Israel, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. Now, after this, it says that the people in the synagogue wanted to, and I quote, throw Jesus down the cliff. I don't think that people were very happy with what Jesus was implying here. The people wanted a warrior king to overthrow the oppressive foreigners, especially the Romans. The fact that Jesus left out a verse about vengeance, the fact that Jesus is boasting about how God sent Elijah, not to the Israelite widows, but to a foreign widow, caused them all to rise up with anger, wanting to throw him down a cliff. What I'm seeing here is that God's heart is for missions. It's for the nations. And that is true. There's, that is what we are seeing here, and it's what we see throughout Scripture. Elijah is being sent to foreigners. Soon, we're going to be talking about Jonah and how God sent him to a foreign land. The theme of missions, I think we can see God's heart for the lost, God's heart for people, 
is seen throughout the scriptures. So let's ask ourselves, how do we look on others? Do we look on people uh, poorly? Do we look because they're not like us? Do we look on people favorably because they, they're rich? How do we look on people? How do we look on people of a different nationality, a different religion, a different political party? If we really break this down, Jesus went to the Israelites, the Jewish people. So the fact that we, non-Jewish people, get to be included in God's family, it's a miracle and speaks to the fact that we were once outsiders as well. So this verse is really just challenging to me um, about loving people, caring for people that are, that are different from me. So hopefully that maybe has challenged you as well. But what I ask is that we would pray and ask God to help us love others and to pray for the salvation of all people, regardless of age, race, faith, political affiliation, etc. It's a tough one, but I think it's one that we can all do and really take, take some time to really search inside our hearts and see where we're at. All right. Well, That's all I've got for you today. I hope that verse has encouraged you and challenged you. I know it's encouraged and challenged me. So I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to talking again soon.